Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back once again to another fantastic episode of Stories Around Azeroth. As always, I am Pete Timescreed Nevercoat, joined by the biggest pile of cog paste this side of Mechagon, one Mr. Frasley-tastic. How are you doing, sir? I'm very offended that you would say that! Indeed. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm doing great. That was a... So, uh, for anybody That's a wondering, to Mr. Frasley's streams, you should go and watch those sometime. Yes, we uh, found out that cockface could be an insult that the mecha gnomes used on the schoolyard. Indeed, the, that that damn mecha schoolyard. Yes, oh, it was it, it was definitely one where a lot of gears were grinded. Indeed, like that. gears were grinded, and there were Cog, gears of war. Cockface was melted. There yep. was there was a gear of war. King Mechagon ruled upon his roost. Hey, everybody! I'm King Mechagon, and I'm gonna take you out! <laughs> King Mechagon! <laughs> um, welcome to Stories Around Azeroth, where we talk Warcraft for about an hour. I hope uh, you are all fine. Those of, us, those of you joining us live over on Twitch, and to those of you who catch the VOD slash the actual uh, podcast recording that goes live. Yes. Feel free to oh, or the, or those in the future. If you're in the future, the and you, and you, future. so uh, l let us know. Uh, comment on this episode and say what what year you're you're listening to this. Be like, hey, I'm in the future listening to this episode that was in the past and stuff like that. That's it. Isn't it? I'm listening in the past. I'm listening in the future. <laughs> I'll tell you what was interesting since we're talking about past and future. I've been rattling on for ages about the infinite dragonfly and i've seen on reddit some people popping up every now and going and going it would be really cool if the infinite dragonfly came back and we're the whole reason for an expansion and i was like yes i don't know if you listen to me ramble on about this incoherent idea but yes people agree it's fantastic oh, absolutely. and i mean i mean who does who doesn't want more rathion i mean we're getting a lot of it in the next patch Whee! but yes mr frasley You've had an exciting week in the game this week. What have you been up to? Quite a few different things. I was in the uh, current WoW. Uh, Fraz's heart is now up to 64, so I'm getting close to that next storyline. Yep, which is good. 65 is a good one. And then you said 70 was the meh one? 70, there's not really a lot to it, but 65 is a big story-based one, which is good to see before 8.3 hits so i do suggest doing that because you'll understand one of the bosses then okay good because i'm doing a lot of the the world quests i'm i'm kind of started going heavy on stuff in in wow trying to get things here and there i'll be honest and, just dedicate an hour just do azurite world quests if the invasion's up do that that's all i suggest like just go around do your azurite world quests that'll do you a week of and, that, uh, just a week of setting aside an hour to do it, you'll easily get a level a week. Okay, so I better do it this week, not next week, because next week I probably won't get a... I don't know how much game time I'm getting next week, because i got to get a podcast out next week before I'm gone that weekend. The life of a busy man. Yes. No, and, sorry. I mean, sometimes it, it, it seems like I'm running around kind of dunking things and brawl, and I did the deep wind dunk brawl. So oh, really? That, that, Interesting. That was I, fun. How'd you find it? I, it? I've done that one before, and I, I like it because you can ignore all the people on raid being like, 
oh, you're all idiots. You should have gone left when you went right and stuff like that. But you can ignore them. And it's fun just like, it's fun distracting the the horde when they're trying to stop the ball and the person with the ball just kind of goes around and dunk. It's it's there. So it, it reminds me of Capture the Flag. Yeah. But, but in a basketball sense. So I, I've been enjoying that. I'll be honest, while we're talking about PvP, I haven't had a chance to check out the, the rejigged Winter Grasp and uh, what's it called, Ashran yet. I really should try and find some time to do Because they changed a lot of how uh, Ashran, Ashran specifically, uh, they changed how a lot of that worked in 8.2.5. So it'll be interesting to see how that is now and if it's just the Horde just stomping over everybody still. That'll be fun. And this week would have been a good week to do it because it, you need the uh, the PvP brawl, you need the Epic Battleground, and you need an island to get the special thing. So I've got, I didn't I didn't do the island or the Epic Battleground because I didn't realize oh, that, that till halfway through the week. The, that's just the intro to uh, Blood of the Enemy as an essence. That's not just a weekly thing. Oh, okay, good, good. So I can still work on that because I yeah. I got that and Blood so I one of the PvP essences. Sorry, because. I'm right now. I'm at like on a, a level eight, and I want to get that up there because there's some cool toys that you can get as well. There's and, cool toys. There's cool titles. There's cool mounts. Yeah. There's a lot, oh. there's a lot of cool stuff. I believe it goes all the way up. To, I want to say it goes all the way up to at least five hundred. That sounds right. Sadly, it doesn't go over nine thousand. Ah. And. Then, like, after that, just working on Voldunai and Mechanome Reps, trying to get those up. Yep. And I realized I also need Zandalari Trolls as well as the Honor Bound. So I, I'm kind of, I've got a bunch of things. If Even if I don't roll a, tr a troll or, or, or Magar Orc right now, I want to at least unlock it to have it there on my my bar. Oh, yeah, and, absolutely. Because it, it's fun doing those. I'm, I, I'm, and I can get toys through it. I mean, and today... Finally, finally, finally got the mechan the mechanical cat. That's oh, one that nice. if I had, I if I had been more farming with it, I could have had it sooner. But I took my time with it. You do what you got time for, really, don't you? You don't want to ruin anything. Yeah, it gives you content to do in the lull between eight point three and the expansion, I guess, as well. And I still gotta I do things like going back to Half Hill to get the, the farm because I heard that that's a that's a good money maker. Ian was telling me about that. And uh, there's some ores you can get from the farm. And by Ian, I mean uh, Habant Ian, not not I, I O N. I, yeah, yeah. I don't know Ian the Hazakostas. If if you cool, I did, but I don't know Ian. But I I, I do know a cool Ian. And then uh, the, the uh, one final thing I because I'm working on honey, so still yeah. trying to trying to get all that jelly. I like the jelly. But Squirrel Sage Nola, she told me twice that I'd make a great teacher. What do you think on that? That you would make a great teacher. Aww. I mean, I mean, possibly. You've taught me some stuff today, which is a nice turnaround from how it usually is. Yeah! There we go. I teach. Yeah, I'm a teacher. Do. So, uh, I haven't really done much. Just focused on leveling and the like. As I said, I was in the last one. Uh, as of today, I mean, when we're recording this, uh, Hallow's End has been live for about two, three days, I want to say. Yes. Yeah, so 
Just like when Brewfest was up, I've been queuing with my five alts daily to get the 26k rep. It's not, it's not too bad because then you get slightly buffed with your uh, heirlooms and bits and pieces. Started doing candy buckets. Nice. Yes. And I hit All those. 120 on my Draenei Mage today. So I'm one alt down with four to go. I keep forgetting about those with these, with these events. Taking the alts through. I I did that one year with the candy buckets and I keep forgetting to do that again. Because you're right, you can get a lot so of rep. It's, you can get about two levels, two and a, two and a half levels, I want to say you can get from, uh, if you do all the candy buckets. Well, not even all, because oh. I've missed, like, the odd one or two, because there are some behind some facing issues. Yeah, so, especially, yeah. like, in mists. Uh, not so much mists, more, um, it's, it also depends if you want to go swimming in Vashir. That, that's another big thing as well. Oh, who doesn't love swimming around tentacles? <laughs> Vashir is so badly spread out, it's pretty bad. Um, but if, you, if you've I'm got, like, you. the sea turtle, it's not too bad. Because you've got the I don't know I, swim speed. I do have the uh, the inflatable mount shoes. Yeah, that allows you to run on water, but you can fly over it anyway. So, But you've only still only got three minutes of breathing, so you've still got to swim fast. Uh, yeah. That's the thing about Vashir. Um, it's fun. It's, it's a little bit draining, flying around. Um... I'll rattle on about it, but where I've started the new job as well, it's just very, it's it's, it's very trying finding time in the evening until I, everything's adjusted. So, I've just been doing a bit, a little bit here and there over a couple of days. Um, I got a day off tomorrow, uh, so I might try and get another one up. But my my goal is, my goal was to try and get most of them 120 before reset this week with uh, Burning Crusade time walking, because. That's Time walking is pretty easy. Just queue up. You'll get two. Le um, you get a level per two runs. So even if I don't, I'll get I'll get them all to 120 next week, and then that will put me up to. Oh my goodness. Fifteen level 120 alts. Once I get those these last four done. Oh, and it's it, and uh, cool side note about the headless horseman, friend of the show, Kara. She got the horseman's reins. I was I, I was in the game when she got it, so it was so cool to be like, "There's Kara, get in the reins, nice." Yeah, it, it's a cool little mount. It really is. It's it's nice when stuff like that drops. Uh, I think we were having a big discussion in the the Frasley Discord the other day. At least myself and Spaz was. I don't think Spaz, um, who you often stream with, knows how much of a mount collector I really was until we were linking the. Um, the simple armory to each other. Yeah, because uh, because uh, because yeah. Baz is definitely a collector. He actually uh, it's, it's on it's on hiatus right now, but he has the Reigns of Azeroth podcast. So they're talking about like pets, uh, mounts, right. and pets and collectibles. I mean, we talked about the collectible stuff uh, a, a few episodes back. It's it's very good to get into it. Like stuff like uh, all the things is a very good add-on if you want to yes. do that sort of thing. Um, very customizable and everything else. So if you do want to start looking at collecting everything in the game, um, that's currently available, I want to say. Um, all the things is definitely worth having. But um, yeah, I streamed some. I streamed some mount runs. Uh, was very unfortunate with some. Uh, didn't get much luck. I tell you what, I did get between. I think the last recording and this recording is I got another dupe of the Horridan mount drop. 
that was that that's a that's a kick in the teeth that is when that happens yeah it's like use my rng on this yeah not I'd, something else i'd rather have had jikun i'll be honest so i could be done with throne of thunder until i wanted to go back there and farm some transmog sets because i want the i, I want the heroic thunder set on my paladin because i th uh, there's a cool version of i think it's the shattered ashbringer artifact look there's a blue version a blue variant that goes quite well with that so but and there's loads of stuff Friend of Thunder's got some cool transmogs. Speaking of Thought of Thunder, I was, I was watching you, and guess yeah. who got into the uh, cutscene that told me he... <laughs> but you weren't on the right Yeah, alt, no, I, uh... was, I wasn't on anything that could levitate down, so... Okay. Might, I, only, I, I think I only streamed my monk and my demon hunter. So you must have missed my demon hunter do the skip, but the monk... Monk can't jump down safely. Well, it can, but... You still take I mean, damage. It's just easier to just do the cutscene sometimes. Is it a Pandaren? Can they just use the fat rolls? My monk is a Draenei. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Lean and all that. Because, I mean, Pandaren, you just, you just go down and, like, do the belly flop and you're, you're there. It, it's mostly because um, I like the. Well, I mean, when Pandaria was out, the, I, I just had a thing for Draenei, to be fair. In, in my oh. guild, in my guild, we joke that they're they're sex tales because you're looking at it's all all the thing that you're looking at a character from behind, so you know you're gonna have a sexy tail. Oh yeah, you you, you always want the tail. <laughs> Chasing tail forever, <laughs> um, but yeah, they're cool. She uh, she's got some she's got some good um, fist movements in terms of her animations, so she's pretty cool. I've got. It's annoying because you don't make those variants in races, and I'm like, I look at my character list outside of the stuff that's at 110 that I had through Legion, and I'm like, I don't have a gnome, but it's at 58. Uh, <laughs> and I've got to get it. I mean, once I hit six, well, I mean, I can start queuing up for TBC dungeons now. To be fair, at 58, but yeah, you know, I just want the heirloom armor. That'd be cool. And our cool flight whistle. I'm sorry? Gnomes have a cool flight whistle. Do they? Yeah, it, it, it's a special one where instead of like having the thing take you away normally, you you have a, you have a thing where you can uh, call in a the gnome air strike team and they can pick you up. Is that actually a thing? That's a thing, yeah. I did not even know that. That's amazing. That's really cool. It makes it the coolest flight whistle ever, and I'm excited for when we go to the next expansion. We have the ultimate flight whistle. I mean, we we're not like all you peasants with your 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 regular flight whistle. We don't fly on on economy. We fly first class, Nomergon Air. You make it sound like you're gonna start bottling Nomergon Air and then start <laughs> selling it. Frasley's, yes, Frasley's side business. Hey, I I don't want to sell bathwater, so. I'll sell on air. It's uh, it's pretty cool. Like speaking of heritage armors, um, I'm really interested in the mechanome one. I'll be honest with you. Um, even if it does, even if it airs on the lazy side and it makes you look like King Mechagon, I I think it still looks pretty cool. Um, I I did look at a lot into it. I think after we had the discussion about it last week, and I do see what you mean. 
about how their customization options are a bit on the on the lack side. Yeah, like it, it especially because gnomes are known for vibrant things. Pink hair, blue hair. I mean, it it does not to me seem like a gnome. That's where I almost went for a gnome mm-hmm. for Frasley, but I was like, I one one I, I get to give up the blue hair, and I don't I don't want that because I like what what Boss Potatoes did with my with my Frasley. Yeah. And there is a part of me that do you ever seen the movie Tusk and and, and he becomes the walrus? Yes, yeah. There's a part of me that feels like once you take away that arm and make it a a a mechanical thing, you can never get it back. And and I like my right arm. I think it would be nice if anything that had an option to be mechanical you had an option to customize it so you could have like one human arm one mechanized arm same with the legs as well yeah um, i i have a feeling it's been done for simplistic sake but we, we'll see i mean there's going to be a good couple of months between here and 8.3's release anyway so a lot can change and they can add customization options and everything else and did you notice that the camera is messed up on the legs? The, the mechanisms are so short. When you're looking the the leg, the leg combinations on PTR, you can't even see what the leg combinations are because it's hidden by the uh, by the the name bar. Right. Yes. No. I heard, I did hear about this. Yeah, because it's it's to go with the specialized mechanome background as well, isn't it? So. Yeah, it's like when in Skyrim, I I modded Skyrim to add a gnome, mm-hmm. but the gnome is so short in the character customization screen. You literally can't see what your what your character is. So my, my gnome is the ugliest thing. I love it to death. And Sugarfoot Capo. And I'm and but so when I open up Skyrim, when it, that's I love it to death because it's the ugliest thing that only a mother could love. Jesus, a bit like me. Um, <laughs> I think you're you're gorgeous. Oh, thank you very much, Braz. It's, it's appreciated to the cockles of my deep black heart. Um. And- Hopefully soon we'll get to see you in uh, brighter lights. Soon, hopefully. We're hopefully getting some uh, improvements to the camera stuff on my end soon. TM. I'm definitely but for audio TM. listeners, and audio listeners can't see, well, yeah. Audio, <laughs> audio listeners are saved from the um, horrors of looking at my face. Um, it is true. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's It's been an interesting week in terms of the news as well. Um, there's yeah. been some 8.3 more. There's been a few more um, uh, data mines bits and pieces. There's been a lot of people testing the invasions and getting different thoughts and everything else. There's been a couple of portal stuff and everything else. I And like <sighs> a lot of it's like spoilerly PTR stuff. I mean, because it. It's, it's very heavy on the spoilery. And then there's been some background stuff to Warcraft 3 Reforged as well. <sighs> the only thing I want to say about that is I, I think I think Bellular put it right. Warcraft 3 is very low poly in the way it's done and it's done on purpose. And obviously Warcraft, World of Warcraft follows that suit for being the low poly stuff. And they've made a very good job of what they had with that engine to begin with. But the buildings look very good, but the models just look so realistic, like, in comparison. And you can obviously tell that Remastered has been a third party 
like because it's not it's not done Blizzard in devs. Uh, a lot of the artwork and everything else is done by a, a third party dev for Reforged. Okay, because I I would was about to say that it would be interesting to see if people have been asking for a new engine. I and we'll we'll put aside the other stuff, but. The reason why World of Warcraft's engine was the way it was is because part of World Warcraft and World of Warcraft like trying to be on the stuff, but we just have gotten a lot better now. So it would be. So the original World of Warcraft is using a modified version of Warcraft 3's engine. Um, I believe they first updated that engine when we got to Cataclysm, and that was part of a big and that was part of the big world revamp. That's why it took a long time on a server restart for that one because I think they were shifting over to a new engine. I think yeah. they've just done some engine modifications, but you know, a lot of people a lot of people want a more realistic looking game. I think it loses its charm when you do that because I think I think I think a big part of that is and you can see it with the, the way they do the cinematics these days is the fact of how they can make the characters look if they want. Yeah, well, and like uh, Blizzard Watch talked about has talked about this before on their on their podcast. And the one thing that I liked was they said you don't realize all the lighting that they're doing with this engine that that they're being very they're using all that they all that they have, but they they make very intentional choices. If you if you wonder why lighting certain way in some area, they're trying to get your mind to move with it, and like there's some very smart designers at blizzard doing things yeah. that a lot of games should be doing and only blizzard games tend to be doing i i think if we moved too realistically in terms of how world of warcraft was going to look and it's, it's a good conversational piece to have essentially um then you get closer to it looking like the warcraft movie i think is the best comparison um, yeah I think the best way you can tell that is if you look at all of the Sour Fang, like the pre-rendered cinematics that we've had, especially in the the, confront, the confrontation in front of Orgrimmar with Sylvanas, you can see that I, it almost looks like Sour Fang's rig is similar to Duratan's from the movie, like in the way his facial animations look and how bulky in the face he looks as an orc yeah i i thought it, it looked really close to the movie and I, I was impressed at how far they've they've gone with the animations i mean my my only complaint about the cinematics in this entire expansion is how they've made sylvanas look i'll be honest because in all media and her in-game model is more blue but if you look at all the pre-rendered cinematics of sylvanas in this expansion, because even if you go back to Legion, she's got a blue hue to her. In this yeah. expansion, she's pink. Like she's got the like the pink alive skin. I can see that. Yeah. It's the only it's the only thing that throws me off every time I see any of the pre-rendered. Don't get me wrong, they're still gorgeous cinematics, but it just it's very it's very um, disconcerting, maybe jarring when you go from the pre-rendered cinematic and then you go into the in-game stuff and a good example is if you were sylvanas loyalist and then you go to silvermoon refuge up in the ghostlands and she's in her in-game model as you know blue skin maybe they'll update her model going forward and they'll you know bring everything in line with that but it's, it's very it's very odd how they've made that design 
design design decision. Yeah, it it it, it makes you realize that she's a NPC character mm. versus a, a person. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the whole idea is that she's dead, you know, but she's not yeah. rotting to the sake of, to the length of the forsaken. She died, and she got her body back. So that, that's, that's the story of Sylvana. She died. Her revenge was to get Lordaeron, and then she worked to get her body back, and that's how she has that body. And like the whole idea—I presume the whole idea why she was blue-skinned is because she was dead. There's no blood running through that system, essentially. So that's why she's not going. And then all of a sudden, in BFA, she's pink-skinned. Like, if you—if you want to check for yourself, go and watch the—go watch the Legion cinematic, and then go watch the BFA cinematic, and you'll see the differences. Because I believe the the Legion cinematic is the first pre-rendered Sylvanas cinematic we've had, or pre-rendered cinematic with Sylvanas, I should say. It's interesting. I'm sure. Yeah. Fra I'm sure Frasley is YouTubing it right now as as we natter. Uh, it's a good point. Um, I'm looking forward to what they do. So far, with everything that's in the 8.3 PTR, everybody is pulling at strings being so close to blizzcon and i'm quite sure that's why they're trying to tease out some information and why a lot of the stuff is um what's the word i'm looking for coded hidden uh until post blizzcon because i i fully imagine at this point there's going to be an 8.3 dump um at blizzcon like there'll be a what's next and then there'll be a, a whole separate panel on the expansion oh yeah we get because you you don't want it to uh, and I I was actually YouTubing at the same time and I see what you mean. I looked at the Legion cinematic and it's more blue, and I think it's it's either how they're lighting her character in the cinematic. But yeah, when you when you go to the the uh, the full cinematic, she is a lot more. She's a lot more pink. Yeah. And and it's. But then go and go and have a look at either the the Sylvanas loyalist cutscene. Or have a look at. I think the best way to do it would be. Do you know the 8.1.5 war campaign where they arrest Bane? Yes. Yeah, go have a look at that cutscene. You see a lot of her there. She's very, very blue. Very blue. Well, I mean, and maybe she, maybe she was happy in the cinematic, and then she got blue. Yes, that's lunch. exactly it. She's blue. Da ba dee, da ba da. Da ba da. Da ba dee da. And, and like. She's been forsaken by the horde. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I'm not going to do the loyalist one. I can see that. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a couple said that she's been getting some from the Thados in BFA. She's glowing. I don't really need to know about uh, Caponus's fan fiction that he writes and reads. Yeah, uh, at least. <laughs> um, it's fun. There's a lot of stuff going on. We are in a big lull. There's a lot of information, especially coming from the raid about what's going on. More data mine text and everything else. Uh, the boss list looks very interesting uh, for Nihilotha. Like, there's a nice variety of stuff that's in there. It feels like it's going to be... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Uldum, but spread across. Because Uldum was very varied 
in what it in what it gave to us in in bosses. So it, it feels like a very varied boss structure. This is apparently, I believe, it's going to have the most bosses in the dungeon since Legion's Hellfire Citadel, and uh, I believe a a raid skip mechanic was in. Which means that there's going to be a mount that drops from the mythic version of that boss, and the the the, the skip mechanic is going to be useful for later on down the line. It's good stuff. The stuff that's going to I'm going to have to come back and farm in a couple of expansions time. Yeah, I, I do like that with the the Nihilotha that that you can choose to use. Oh no! Did you hear about the 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 mythic affixes that you can choose to use a portal to go to a shadow version of whatever dungeon so you're that's in? That's in the Mythic Plus dungeons. That's the new affix for Mythic Plus for this for that for season three, I believe. And and they were saying that when you skip stuff, be very careful because at the end, those bosses you skipped will come looking for you. Yeah. Uh, so it's. It's going to be interesting because I imagine they'll be very similar to... I'm not sure how much Mythic Plus you do. I don't think you do any, do you? No, I've not done it since Legion. Right, okay. So the the way that the the current Mythic Plus mechanic works with the Emissaries is that on each given week, uh, there's a higher spawn rate. I want to say spawn rate. There's a higher fixed rate of one type of the three, three four different Emissaries. And they're all pre-locationed every week. And so on one week you can be fighting more Void Emissaries. On another week you can be fighting more Enchanting Emissaries. But regardless of how many times you go into a specific dungeon, they'll be in the same place for that week. And then they'll move uh, to a different week. And there'll be more a higher uh, allotment rate of another type of Emissary. So I imagine the portals on a given weekly basis will be in the same places. Any of those bosses will be in the same places for that week. And then those port those portal entries and exits will be um, those portal exits will be in like they'll change on a week to week basis and the boss locations will change. It's how I imagine they'll be. I don't. Here's the thing: when it comes to reaping, reaping felt like a fun mechanic because it was essentially. A big bunch of ads that you could just stun lock and nuke into the floor before they did anything. The emissaries are not as intimidating as we were first led to believe. I don't think these bosses will be as intimidating as we need to, led to believe. The minute we work out where things will be exactly and like what the bosses we get is going to be is... It's going to be interesting. I'll say that at the least. Until I see more of what's there and like how it works, it'll be interesting. It'll be fun for what it is, but it'll wear thin. Just like just like running the same dungeons every week just wears thin. Yeah. Like, we're still waiting for Mythic Plus versions of the Mechagon instance, which I assume will come in 8.3, and they'll split it to lower and higher, which one will be a boss way, which one will be... Um, harder on a boss week which will be uh, uh mechagon city and then uh outer mechagon will be hell on trash week and so, people who hate who hate gnomes so it'll be hell any week that's it oh uh, uh oh and to let you know uh fraz your your chest doesn't expire you do keep it until you open it 
Okay, good, but good. I, I, I would open it before reset. <laughs> anyway, because you'll get Azurite if you then. Yeah, you get Azurite. All the extra Azurite is good. Um, yeah, I don't know. Mythic Plus is looking. It, it, I still need to get plus 15s to get the last rank 4 essence. We've still got to see what new essences are coming. That's something that's not been revealed to us. It feels like there's going to be a lot to do in 8.3, just thinking about it. Yeah. And I, I do like that it'll let you solo things. I, I'm looking forward to being able to solo or have it scale to a group. So, like, if I just need a little bit of time to go in and do stuff, because WoW's, it's good when WoW has some of that repeatable stuff. And Ali went in and said it was it was, it was kind of fun. You, you go in a little bit, then you, then you, then you go out. Uh, they were on PTR. Yeah. They said that, that it'll be a fun thing to do to get your progression going all the way. So the way I understand it is it's going to be very similar to how the adventures of chromie was where like you when you first go in you can only get so far and then you gotta learn how you get all the way around it to progress and get everything done and complete it in the end and get your um uh transmog and the uh, time walking bonuses rewards for it so yeah i'm looking forward to it um you can try multiple times per week but you just need to buy the potions so like you might choose that you want to do one solo but then your friends come on before raid time or after raid time and they haven't done it yet and you can go in with them that i like being able to do it multiple times a week as long as it all resets down to a bog standard one on the beginning of a reset rather than just a grade one but i i, I it's all going to depend on how much time you're willing to put into the minor invasions before you do the horrific visions because that's where you're going to need to get that uh, currency to get those potions yeah and oh I, I i already have nightmares oh I, I keep seeing the word eli on a on a window uh speaking of nightmarish visions uh you've still got your tentacle hat haven't you yes and you were saying that you found the gift that so, i will be getting yes so there's been a revealed item for everyone who's kept the hat you're basically going to get a toy which is going to give you essentially this expansion sensor of eternal agony uh which will make you hostile to all players both horde and alliance and you'll basically be buddies with nazoth no Ooh. one knows if there's any specific rewards for it but it's a toy that can go in your toy box and then you'll be able to use it on all other characters so i do suggest if you've got a 120 alt to go get your tentacle hat and just keep it on there just leave them dusted on the side until the uh, thing comes around, and then go get your then go get your sparkly tentacle hat. You know that, and I didn't know I did not know that was a toy. That could be a lot of fun. Just like imagine like like right, being able to put it on. I wonder if you can like be in war mode and you're fighting. All of a sudden you're like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna also kill the alliance. I mean, I mean that that actually adds some cool different. Thing, so it's meant to be used in war mode uh, i think it can only be used in war mode in fact so uh yeah if mechagon's still a thing if people are still farming in mechagon you just go drop it on drop the toy on in there go if the invasions are still happening go use the toy in there if you're good enough to keep yourself alive so basically with this they've created world of warcraft battle royale maybe 
yet to see that yet, but yeah. It does sound cool though, I, and I like that they're giving something to people that have kept that hat. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's good that they're rewarding people. There's a, There's been a lot of that for rewarding player choice. Unfortunately, there's no been rewarding players alt, alt habits yet, which is what Blizzard needs to learn to do. Ugh. But yeah, I imagine there'll probably be some reward. Regardless for farming whatever. Yeah. If not, then at least Father Nazar will be happy with this. Exactly. But again, we'll see what happens. Um, time will tell. We are... I want to say two weeks away from BlizzCon weekend. Oh, absolutely. Because uh, this time in two weeks, I will be flying back. So I, we were talking about like like what we would do with Sword of Azeroth. And I said, I don't think I would want to be on an airplane because be like, hey, everyone, on Sword of Azeroth. And like the people on the airline, shut up. I'm trying to sleep. So yeah, I think we decided that. Yeah, I think I'm just trying to find out what we agreed on. Yeah. We are the Tuesday after BlizzCon we'll be recording and then next weekend we're recording the Saturday before. Yes. I'm just trying to find dates and times, I'll be honest with you. Oh, yes. 26th at... We... 26th at normal time, I believe it is. Yes. So, uh, yeah, if you want to join us live for the next live recording of Stories of Azeroth, Stories Around Azeroth, you can join us on the 26th of October at the normal time, which is half uh, half past midnight in the UK, half past 1am in the EU. Mr. Frasley can give me the US times. Yes, that, that is 7.30pm Eastern Daylight Time, and th th that'll be changing soon because we're going to get, we're going to lose an hour soon. Yep. Uh, and then on the post BlizzCon show, which I might try to get some guests for as well to join us, uh, that will be on the 5th of November, if I'm correct, at normal time. Maybe a bit earlier, depending on guests. We'll work that out most of the time. We'll have some more solid for you as well. But yeah, there's, there's a lot of stuff there. Um, I don't know. Anything else that you want to chat about today, Mr. Frasley? I think that's a lot of it because I mean I think we're kind of waiting like I mean even like the Fraz report I didn't really report on a lot of stuff be well I didn't report this past week because there's nothing that I want to talk about news wise because you've got to make uh, I think with the current information that's available you've got to be very careful about what you choose to and not talk about yes uh, especially with this like people might not want to listen because there may be 8.3 spoilers that they're trying to avoid uh, which is a very big concern. Which uh, there's a, a large part of why I tried to stay away from the data mine broadcast text, and it's easier to talk about speculation than it is about what's actually there. Because with yeah. speculation, you can make up whatever you want, <laughs> and then if you if you're right, great. Like, um, Numbergon will become a city again. Oh, there we go. Every time, every time I give you the opportunity, and you come back with Numbergon. Yep. I was right with Mechanome last year, so I feel Nomagon will be said at least once during the BlizzCon panels. Oh, uh, is that is that your bet? Is it Nomagon will be mentioned at least once? And, and that's including opening ceremony, what's next? And I'm even gonna include the art and technical animations panels and the voice. Of, so any panel at BlizzCon, Nomagon at least once. The any Warcraft panel, as long as Nomagon is mentioned once. 
I'll, I'll even say I'll Overwatch voice actors. I will. Why Overwatch? You never know. Maybe one of them, like, like maybe like Hammond's actor loves gnomes, and maybe he's like, hey. Is, is that gonna, is that going to be the next um, Overwatch map, the extension of Blizzard World into its own little subterranean mech? Uh, you know what it is. You know how Disney has their underground thing at Magic Kingdom. No, Nobregon. No, I don't. Oh, under under Magic Kingdom, there is this underground. It's the the Utilidors, and they have these places so you can go between all these different parts of Magic Kingdom without people seeing it. Because Walt Disney oh, was so at it's Disneyland. Like it's like Beverly Hills Cop Three then. Kind of, yeah. Because, like, at Disneyland, Walt did not like seeing an astronaut walking through Frontierland to head to Tomorrowland. So he said, okay, we're going to build Magic Kingdom on a second story, and underneath, the cast members can go up and uh, from here to here. The only downside about Utilidors is you see Mickey Mouse headless. Coming well. soon, stories around Disney World. Um... Thank you very much for watching and listening. It's been a very casual show today, guys. Uh, it's been a bit more laid back and it's been a little bit more fun to do rather than just reporting on stuff that is on a screen. It's nice to just happily just talk about stuff. Yes. It's, it's amazing how the time has flied, really. I'll be honest. Um, it's a bit of a shorter, shorter one than we're used to. But as said, uh, it's, it's sometimes it's just nice to do things like that. So it's like it's like Snickers. It's the fun size version. You know, the, the this is the fun sized version of stories around Azeroth. There you go. <laughs> yes. There you go. Right. Um, Mr. Frasley, around the internet, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at frasley.com, F R A Z L E Y, on Twitter at frasleytastic, and on Twitch at gnome.live. Keep an eye on uh, Mr. Frasley's website. He's got a lot of interesting guests coming up from Frazzlecast. Yes, uh, like uh, tonight. In fact, after the show, I have Pat and this. I'm like, literally, like shaking. Like I, 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 I've had both of them on the show before, but not the the, the dynamic duo together. So I'm just like, yeah. Excitable, yes. excitable gnome, everybody. Um, so for those of you that are joining us live, uh, try to catch Mr. Frasley's stream in a couple of hours. For those of you listening to the VOD recordings and everything else, what show number is going to be on your that, podcast? That'll be one thirty. So be that will be re released a week from tomorrow. So... Uh, the 29th. Yes. It'll be on the 29th. So there you go. But he does have other, other guests. Or 28th. 28th. There you go. Sorry, it's the 21st where I am, Frasley. Leave me alone. That's right. Um, yes. Oh. Um, so yeah, he does have wonderful guests on week to week. It's a brilliant show to listen to. Uh, well, thank you. Mr. Frasley is always as upbeat there as he is here. And uh, as has been discussed around the internet of recent times, he is a paragon within the podcasting and the Blizzard community. And he's such a wonder to behold. Please listen to the great works of this man and go watch his streams. Oh, wow, thank you. I'm speechless. Well, not really, because you just said something um, in terms of where you can find me around the internet, ladies and gentlemen, as always, you can find me on my personal Twitter at Titans Creed. You can find my gaming one if you just want to know about streams and information that we put out at Gaming Phoenix. You can find uh, shows like Stories Around Azeroth live over on twitch.tv slash Project Phoenix Productions. And you can find me streaming other bits and pieces five to seven days a week. You can find the video cast of this as uh, a video form. 
over on youtube.com slash project Venus productions or you can catch it live on all uh not live you can catch it on all good podcast catchers as well at the same time thank you very much for watching if you've been here live or watching the video cast later and thank you very much for listening if you've just had us on in the background or listening on your podcast catchers doing whatever you do be sure to join us next week for another episode of stories around azeroth as hopefully we talk about more things that we've been doing and then, especially in the lead up to BlizzCon, I have a feeling next week will probably be very much BlizzCon speculation. What we want to see, what we want to hear. And then yes, the week and after, we'll be disappointed by all the things that we didn't speculate on hearing or seeing. So... Yeah, like, ah, Fooey, I should have saw that. Or, ah, Fooey, they didn't do the Battle Pets game again. That's it. I imagine the, the post-BlizzCon show will also be talking to Mr. Frasley about how being at an actual live BlizzCon feels like because he's going to be there tonight. So if you are also going to BlizzCon, go say hello to the man. Get a picture taken with him. Yes, on uh, Friday I'll be wearing my Frazzlecast shirt so just look for the giant Frasley and Frazzlecast. Look and, for the uh, Frasley on the Frasley. Yes. yes. That, is us. that is it for us for today. Thank you very much ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Frasley always likes to say be awesome. And that's with only one E because I don't have the honey, honey bat pet yet. Take care, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time.